CPHI Festival of Pharma, the world's largest virtual gathering for the pharmaceutical industry. On each day of the event, we'll bring you a fresh podcast tackling the industry topics from drug development to 3D printing, alongside lessons for today's pharma leaders. Hello and welcome to our first CPHI podcast as we kick off the first week of our Festival of Pharma virtual event, bringing into sharp focus the current issues affecting global pharmaceutical supply chains. I'm Gareth Carpenter, Pharma Editor here at Informa Markets, and in today's session we're going to be discussing in quite some considerable detail how manufacturers of excipients can keep to the very high bar set by their customers when it comes to expectations around reliability and quality. Excipients, or in other words, the non-active ingredients in pharmaceuticals, play a vital role in formulation. The intended function of an excipient is to act as the carrier of the API in a medicine, thereby contributing to product attributes such as stability, biopharmaceutical profile, appearance, and patient acceptability, not to mention making the manufacturing process easier. The CPHI Festival of Pharma the world's largest virtual gathering for the pharmaceutical industry. And I'm pleased to say that I'm joined by Kieran O'Dwyer, Quality Lead of Pharma Solutions at DuPont Nutrition and Biosciences. And today he's going to be explaining to us all about excipient manufacturers and what they can do to place quality at the heart of their culture. First of all, Kieran, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Gareth. It's a pleasure to be here. Likewise, likewise. So Kieran, obviously it's a given that quality is the most important factor in creating excipients, but up until now it's generally considered to refer primarily to the manufacturing process. Now I understand that you have a certain nomenclature for a methodology around extended quality considerations. Can you tell us a bit about it and why this concept is so crucial? Sure, Gareth. Quality is crucial in the pharmaceutical industry. I'd argue maybe the most important factor in creating excipients and something that should be everyone's responsibility within an excipient supplier company. Big Q, also referred to as quality culture, total quality management, Six Sigma quality and others, is defined as strategically managing quality in all business processes, products and services. This approach creates a customer-centric culture where quality is the job of everyone. You may also have heard of Little Q, which is focused on ensuring quality in manufacturing processes. Big Q encompasses Little Q and elevates quality beyond manufacturing. The goal is to improve all aspects and contact points for the customers, including administrative processes, customer service, invoicing, logistics, documentation, etc. It's about asking our customers how we're doing across the board. When we ask that question, a variety of opportunities arise for us to improve across DuPont cross-functionally. Okay, so what's the reason, Kieran, for DuPont particularly focusing on investing in, in Big Q right now? By implementing Big Q, we allow our teams to address any issue a customer might have, from invoicing to customer service, which creates a better service package and makes us a more holistic, customer centric organization. Our ultimate goal is to make things easier for customers and to deliver the quality product they need. Our business has had a lot of change in the last few years. Excipient companies, FMC and Dow came together to form a new business for DuPont. While we have a ton more to offer for customers, we've also battled integration processes that sometimes complicate things. 
Some of our most recent Big Q initiatives were sparked in part by customer feedback about what's important to them right now. For instance, data integrity has been a key topic in the pharma industry in recent years. It has always been a part of GMPs, including excipient GMPs, but the use of electronic records creates a unique set of challenges that the industry as a whole needs to address. As you know, we live in a digital age and it seems that the pharma industry is really making some inroads into making better use of data and its processes all across the product lifecycle, whether it's R&D, clinical trials, manufacturing, distribution. But for excipients, for the excipients industry, Kieran, um, utilising data to improve quality and making the whole process more customer-centric, how is that occurring? So, Gareth, during recent customer visits and audits of our plants, our customers have been increasingly focused on data integrity. We see the same focus in questionnaires that we receive from our customers. Utilizing internal expertise that we have developed through participation in IPEC, um, that is the International Trade Association for Excipient Manufacturers, Distributors, and Excipient Users, we've developed a policy to define our approach to data integrity and a workbook to facilitate gap analysis at all of our sites. This allows us to evaluate our current status and identify opportunities for improvement. As part of the Data Integrity Initiative, we're also exploring working digital tools into our processes, like increasing automation in our laboratories. By directly connecting more instrumentation to our systems, DuPont analysts can avoid entering data manually to ensure complete, consistent, and accurate data entry. This benefits our customers by giving them increased confidence in our systems and the data we report. Okay, so it seems that the whole point of this is to become even more customer-centric. So, Kieran, could you explain to us any areas where you think the customers are specifically going to benefit? For 2020, we've identified two other focus areas where we believe we can better serve customers through Big Q. The first being customer-centric engagement. Our overarching goal is for our customers to have zero complaints, so we've been focused on proactively reducing them. By examining our Salesforce data, we're tracking and analyzing customer complaints at all of our sites. Based on the complaints and the trends, we've instituted targeted improvement plans at every plant. We're also tracking complaints at the business level, including order-to-cash complaints to identify opportunities for reducing logistics-related complaints. In my mind, Customer-centric organization is about cultivating an ongoing partnership with our customers. We're engaging key customers and distributors to work with them hands-on, collaborate with them to identify where we can help them streamline their processes and address any issues they might have on a regular basis. As an example, in recent years, we engaged a key distributor and working with them over an 18-month period, we streamlined many processes for our mutual benefit. One improvement made was related to international shipping documentation for certain routes that had been problematic for several years, where we worked together to address the issues, resulting in smooth operations for our customer with the added benefit of saving time for all of us with the streamlined process. Clearly, this was a win-win for our customers and for DuPont. The second focus area is quality near-misreporting, or as we like to call it, Gareth, Big Q near-misreporting. At our manufacturing sites, we report any quality event or near miss that impacts or has the potential to impact one of our customers. Our sites track and analyze near miss metrics and hold monthly reviews of the quality issues that have been reported. 
This helps us ensure corrective action is taken to prevent recurrence and allows us to prevent similar events across the business. The goal is to continuously identify opportunities to improve customer satisfaction and deliver a high quality product. This example comes to mind at one of our manufacturing sites. One of our operators loading finished product on a trailer to the local warehouse noticed water stains on some of the pallets. He separated the pallets in question, examined them closer and noticed watermarks on some of the packaging also. He proceeded to fill out a quality near miss report which resulted in a root cause investigation being conducted, corrective actions being implemented and the product being scrapped. If those pallets had made it to the customer, they likely would have been rejected, causing disruption to the customer's production. Our operator's action clearly avoided issues for our customers by paying attention to detail and reporting the issue. This is a big Q behavior. Imagine if every member of your supplier's organization was completely focused on your needs. Each day, every action meant improving services, fixing challenges, and delivering the very best high-quality excipients to serve patients and consumers around the world. Learn how a methodology called Big Q can make this vision a reality. From the modeling of your digital tools to integrating your data whilst eliminating human error, analyzing every complaint and near miss to formulate a robust action plan. Dewpoint Nutrition and Biosciences Pharma Solutions platform is making the big enhancements to support your business's needs. To discover more about Dupont Pharma Solutions, visit us at www.pharma.dupont.com. You as a producer, you have your own firm ideas about how we should perceive quality issues, but the customer may also have theirs. So how does this focus on Big Q align with the customer's needs and their own focus on quality? Much of what we're doing, our customers are already implementing. To be thoroughly customer-centric, it's vital that our customers know that we're listening, evolving with them, and aligning to their needs. The overarching idea behind Big Q is that it starts with the customer. We're looking outward and having those conversations with customers about how they perceive quality and what we can do better to be an even better quality supplier. It is a humbling experience for sure, but it's so necessary. A lot of the fundamentals I've mentioned so far have been developed straight from customer conversations. Customers have said to us, we have this need for tighter specifications in a product or for a different package type. And we've gone back and said, okay, what do we do about that? How do we support that? So it really is looking beyond ourselves, having the tough conversations about where we're not doing well or where we are, and then reverting back and doing something about it getting all the minds around it and changing as we go. We're definitely not perfect, no organization is, but the key to success here is focus. And that's something we're completely serious about. By implementing Big Q at DuPont, we reinforce our commitment to our customers, communicate openly with them to determine areas of growth and align with their needs to continually evolve alongside them. And finally, Kieran, um... 
I think it would be remiss of me not to mention these extraordinary times that we're living in and the ongoing coronavirus pandemic and the pressure that supply to supply chains, logistics and manufacturing across many industries. Can I ask you just how would you gauge the success of the excipient sector in managing this global crisis up until now? Sure, Gareth. So we've always known that business continuity is critical, but 2020 is an exceptional reminder of that. The pharmaceutical supply chain is global, complex, and interconnected, and really only as strong as its weakest link. Overall, I think the supply chain has done an extraordinary job adapting. It was a shock to all of us because we were all experiencing the same situation. I think for excipients, any reputable supplier has a solid business continuity plan, making sure that when the unexpected happens, there are backup plans for raw materials, for logistics, etc., to ensure reliable supply. At DuPont, we have 18-point plans that were activated to respond. Excipient suppliers have had to completely rethink how to organize shift work at our sites to minimize the number of people, reduce the risk of contamination, yet still deliver quality products for our customers on time. So there's been cross-training of employees to be able to cover various roles, and on the system side, pushing for even more flexibility of assets, materials, and materials to be able to make the same products in different assets in different regions and always following IPEC guidelines, of course. Also, it has accelerated the focus on digital to enable faster decision-making and more efficient solutions. I've talked about this earlier, Gareth, using digital in our labs, but moving to digitalizing our production capabilities means better planning and reporting tools to better understand variability in our processes and take quicker action for a better product. It has put a focus on virtual technical support throughout the supply chain, which means 24-7 attention. I think the key, Garth, is just finding a good partner, and we're proud to be that for our pharmaceutical customers in the industry. Very nicely put. Thanks very much, Kieran. Thanks for joining us on the CPHI podcast today. Great. Thank you very much, Garth. It has been a pleasure. That's it for today's CPHI podcast, part of our Festival of Pharma, bringing the global pharma industry to you. Please do tune in to our next podcast. Until then, thanks very much for listening, and we wish you a pleasant day ahead. Goodbye. The CPHI Festival of Pharma, the world's largest virtual gathering for the pharmaceutical industry.